0: Hello and welcome to the Gospel Every Day podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church annual read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens, because of who Jesus is and what he has done. My name is John Thomas, and I'll be your host for today. Today's reading comes from Proverbs 26, verses 4 through 5. Do not answer a fool according to his folly, or you yourself will be just like him. Answer a fool according to his folly, or he will be wise in his own eyes. So aging myself here again, um, I know this might just be me, but when I read this verse, I can totally see and hear it being read by the one, the only uh, Mr. T. You know if you know. Mr. T, I'm talking about 18, Mr. T, Rocky Three, Clubber Lane, Mr. T. Uh, in fact, I remember when I was a kid, I had one of those uh, Mr. T talking dolls, the ones where you would pull the string and he would say a series of, of phrases. And, and one of them, of course, comes to mind reading this passage where he would say, I pity the poor fool. <laughs> see, Mr. T knew what was up. In his mind, the world was very clear, very black and white. There was Mr. T, the picture of power and strength of supreme authority, and then everyone else, <laughs> and if anyone dare approach Mr. T challenge challenged him, well, he pitied the poor fool really straightforward <laughs> not so much in this verse here, not so straightforward I mean on the surface as you read it, it almost seems to contradict itself. I mean verse four do not answer a fool according to uh his his folly verse five answer a fool according to his folly, okay. <laughs> So which is it? Left, right, up, down, reply, remain silent. What am I supposed to do? Well, both. (laughs) Remember, Proverbs is a book uh, designed to help us to grow in wisdom. And what is wisdom? Wisdom is the discerning application of knowledge. It's one thing to just know things, or to be told to do certain things. And it's quite another to know how to rightly apply knowledge, to have discernment in every situation, to know what is the right God-honoring thing to do. So which is it? Answer a fool or remain silent? Well, the answer is both. Because there are moments and there are relationships where perhaps To engage someone or attempt to correct someone in their folly might actually draw you into their foolishness, and you've probably been in those situations before. It may be that in those times we've approached someone in an unloving way, or it may be that the person is not able to receive what we have to say, and before you know it, you're caught up in a storm of strife and contention that really doesn't seem to be moving anywhere closer to health and healing. Then there are times when you're able to discern not just what to say, but how and when to say it, where it seems like God has orchestrated not only your words, but the receptiveness of the other person, where you can look back on either side and see the fruit and growth during that season. Well, like you, I've been on all sides of this equation. Either I've moved too fast to confrontation, maybe out of anger, maybe out of an over-entitled pursuit of revenge or justice. Or maybe I've held back for fear of offending the other person, of losing a friend. Or I've also felt called out by someone in an unloving way. But here's the deal. Our relationships, they can be complex. They can be messy. And this is, again, where knowing yourself, where we talked a couple days ago about being self-aware and spirit-empowered is really helpful. It's really helpful to, to, to know your wiring. If you find that your first instinct is always to jump in, to confront, to challenge, well, God bless you. And we need people like you in our communities, but you may need to lean in more to the discipline of patience, of listening. If you're prone to be slower um, and maybe you sweep things under the rug. Uh, quickly to avoid confrontation at all costs, well, God bless you. And you know what? We need people like you in our communities. But likewise, you may need to appropriately lean in towards those other impulses, not just to ignore difficulties or an offense, but to, in love, bring it towards a healthful conversation of correction. And all of this, I recognize in my own life, is much easier said than done. And right now, like myself, you may be thinking of a specific relationship or a person in your own life where you're wondering, man, what is the right thing to do here? It may be that you've even consulted with friends and they're even torn on whether you should remain silent or offer that correction in love. Well, I want to leave you just with a few things. And again, this isn't meant to be a turn-by-turn guide, but just a few thoughts that are helpful for me when I'm stuck in these places, is first, you, know, you want to consider the relationship. You know, what is your proximity to that person? Is this someone that already maybe has your respect, where you've built in that relationship of trust with them over time? What is the context of that relationship? Secondly, consider the trajectory. Has this person really clearly caused harm to themselves in the past, in the present, and are they likely to do that in the future if they continue on What is the likelihood of more pain for them and for others? Consider the trajectory. Consider the future. As Keller puts it, if there's a chance that this person may um, see that they're wrong, then really plunge in. And as you do, ask God to give you the wisdom, not just in what to say, but in the how and when to say it. Remembering that people are not problems to fix that people are people to love. And even when our instinct may be to ignore and to turn the other way, what does it look like to actually be bold, courageous, courageous, to walk in grace and truth for the fulfillment of better healing within that person and so often within ourselves? What I'd love to do as we close out is just to pray because I know this is a real life situation that many of us are facing. So God, I do pray that as we hear these words, as we read your scripture, God, there are real-life situations, people in our lives that we're thinking about. There are areas where we've been harmed by others. There are moments where we feel, God, I want to step in. I want to do this with grace, with honor, with truth, and with respect. But God, I'm, I'm fearful of doing that on my own. God, I pray that you would give us all a sense of your courage, a sense of your discernment and of your wisdom, knowing again that you're sovereign, that you're good, that you can do whatever you want to do, even outside of our activity. But God, so often you desire to use us. So God, as we hear your voice, would you show us what it means to trust in your leading? Would you fill us with your courage and would you fill us with your hope? We ask these things in your name today. Amen. Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day